0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always, my co-host, adam bell hey peter i'm excited for this quarterly update hey adam i'm surprised i remembered how to do the intro and got it right on the first take
1: (laughs) well good news is we wouldn't have done a second take so
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's not true we've definitely you know like forgotten to record once or oh yeah and stuff that's happened that's happened some of those episodes Uh, are
1: lost to you know just the air,
0: the ether, not yes. even
1: ether. Cause it wasn't, it, it wasn't even digital.
0: So, <laughs> so it has been a while. Yep. As I said, a month of Sundays, a month of sun or a month anyway. Um, Yeah. I don't remember now. Did we, re- we didn't record since I got back from Costa Rica, right? No,
1: we recorded yeah. the last recording we did was while you were still in Costa Rica.
0: Correct. And I've been back for a month now. So mm-hmm. it's been a, been a, and I was gone for a month.
1: Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was gone for two weeks. And
0: yeah. So that all adds up to a, a quarterly update. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here we are.
1: <laughs> so you, you haven't, you haven't seen the movie, the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage.
0: Can't say that I have.
1: You should. It's good. I mean, he, if you say he, so, he 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 actually plays himself, and
0: okay, in, is in, that in, like in, like being John Malkovich? I mean, I don't, I don't. Know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess something like I didn't, I never saw it being John Malkovich, but probably something along those lines. Uh, okay. is it was, it was it was definitely it was a fun it was a fun movie. Um, yeah, I'll put it and, on the list. Uh, but one of the you know one of the things that you know he repeats throughout the movie, you know, oh you're back. No, Not that I was ever gone, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I was, I've always been relevant.
0: (laughs) Yes. We haven't seen you in years. Not that I've been gone. (laughs) Just took a break. That's all. It's on hiatus. What's hiatus? Oh, it's this little Island off of the coast coast of Boston. (laughs) Oh boy. So what's new? What's, what's happening? So, so I was traveling, you've been traveling. We came Mm -hmm. back we've been working we've been working out etc you mm-hmm. know what's 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 the deal what's 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 the news what's the biggest update from your end
1: well so i mean we went, we went to the seychelles so that was a bucket list trip for us um it was a very pleasant trip uh, i mean we had a great time but it was nice because the seychelles don't get a lot of americans who go there yeah. and, so the we didn't have the reputation of, you know, all oh, you're American, you know,
0: so <laughs> it's the opposite of Costa Rica.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we know we know you tourists. So we we got a you know, we got a fair shake and I felt like we were uh, good representations of, you know, of U.S. travelers who know how to travel. Mm hmm. We embraced Good. the culture. We embraced the people, and I mean, the people were very nice. Um, drove on the opposite side of the road for us. Okay, that was uh, that was a bit hairy. Um, I mean, it was a bit stressful. I mean, I drove through the city, and uh, I like the rural roads better. But people and cars, and they they negotiate all in the same lanes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, now I did, you know, I did the same thing when we were in the Bahamas. I mean, I drove down there on the opposite mm-hmm. side, but I guess you didn't drive down there.
1: No, we had a when when we go uh, the car, a car picks us up at the airport and drives us to the lodge and we stay at the lodge the whole time. We never leave
0: got it right yeah i guess that's that's not uh you know that's more like what it was with me in costa rica i had drivers the whole time mm-hmm. although in costa rica they drive on the right side of the road so not not necessarily the correct side i'm just saying the right side of the, the road the, lit- yeah.
1: the literal right
0: <laughs> the literal right <laughs> so um well cool That's well welcome back and Thanks. uh yeah you, yeah great yeah. you as well it's great great to be here yeah so <laughs>
1: But it was, it was a really cool country. The, uh, uh, I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, it was like Hawaii. You're like Mm -hmm. you, you look out and it's a postcard. Like, is it? It can't really be this beautiful, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling. So what's, what's new then since you've come back, um, you know, I'm saying this was just like a, you know, vacation wasn't like some kind of life changing event or anything or, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I I mean, uh, of course I, you know, I sign a great big client right before, I go on vacation for two weeks. Uh, uh-huh. So since I've been back, we've been dealing with that. And, you know, onboarding is always a hassle. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, family, if my family's doing well. The girls are in school. So that's been not too bad at all. I've okay. I got got a, got a new Apple Watch. Or We already talked about the Apple Watch, but I got to go scuba diving with my Apple Watch. And Good. that functionality was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, no changes other than now I'm busier than a one-legged man in a butt kicking
0: contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been fairly busy myself. Um, my two main engagements, uh, are, you know, there's, there's always the, there's the one, the big one with the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the next one, uh, working for, uh, you know, doing that VC. So engagement for an auto parts chain. And, uh, that's expanding. I'm starting to do, uh, some more, uh, some more policy and security operations work for a large MSP. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and by large, I mean, you know, with a B there in the, you know, <laughs> revenue kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying that work. Uh, it pays well and it's rewarding. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Um, In uh, healthcare, you know, is not having a great time right now, though. So it's uh, working in that environment, working there is pretty stressful because they're so short staffed and short on uh, resources in general. Mm -hmm. So that's getting more. uh, (laughs) So (laughs) anyway, but speaking of burning, you know, the candle on both ends, I've got a marathon coming up in about five weeks. Yeah. I don't How's really I don't know man I don't really feel prepared. <laughs> now granted it's 5 weeks away. Yeah. Um but I'm training a lot less strenuously than I have for my last two races. Mm-hmm. My last two marathons anyway. Yeah. And um you know I don't know I'm I'm not really sure. My first marathon I was just kind of like, you know, like I'm just going to run it with my friend and you know that's great. My ultra, you know, I trained for that one. That was that was training seriously. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I think I've pretty much come back from my knee injury in November, but you know, it definitely affected my performance, but, but the training plan I'm doing now, whereas the last few have focused on mileage, this one is just focusing on time, you know, time Mm -hmm. on feet. Okay. So like today I ran half an hour. That was my goal tomorrow. It's 55 minutes. The next day it's like a 55 minute, you know, speed run. Mm -hmm. so, you know, we'll, we'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this comes out compared to the others, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how the, what the, you know, what the results are like. So, you know, not that I'm looking to like set any short records and stuff, but, you know, it's just like, I'm just, and maybe it's just because today I'm just kind of tired. Yeah. I don't know. Could, well, could wanna- be.
1: So, yeah. I mean, and you do want to improve. I mean, what's the point if you're getting better? I mean, if,
0: right. But, but the thing too is, you know, like at our age when, you know, there's going to like, we're not getting like, if we just stood still and we're not, not counting exercise and deliberate growth and development, we're not physically getting better, stronger, younger, you know, faster. (laughs) Right. Now it's possible that like you could be bench pressing and deadlifting more next year than this year. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that I could be running farther or faster next year. Mm-hmm. But all things being equal, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. You know, so that that's a reflection of our focus and improvement and you know dedication rather than you know, like we're not just naturally getting stronger, faster, <laughs> younger, right? Yeah. So, so I'm wondering, I don't know, I haven't done, I'm sure that people have studied this and stuff, but I haven't looked at the curve to analyze, you know, where that performance curve falls and, mm-hmm. you know, where, how much, how much can I influence that? How much room do I have to still improve my times? Mm-hmm. You know, cause there'll be a point where like just holding steady is improvement. Right. Yeah. You know, because if you're 30 and you run at a certain time and then you're 60 and you run at the same time, I'd call that holding steady. That, that's pretty impressive. You that's know, pretty impressive. Well, yeah, so. I,
1: I would say, though, the, the caveat to that whole thing is have you established your peak? And right. You know, uh-huh. like for some of the things that I'm doing in CrossFit, um, I'm improving from last year to this year. Because I've never peaked. I've never gotten right. as good as I possibly could get. You know, you never mm-hmm. run the fastest marathon that you're ever going to run because mm-hmm. that's the most that you could ever do. Because you've, how many, how many marathons have you run? Two or one?
0: I ran one full, one ultra, and one half.
1: Yeah. So, so I've
0: run like 2.6, 2.6 marathons or yeah. something. So if you had run 30 of them, you would yeah.
1: know your best.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so right now out of the three, you know, like, like the like I said, half marathon, a full marathon and an ultra marathon, I've done one of each. <laughs> That's not <laughs> a huge sample size. Right. Yeah.
1: And sure. so, uh, yeah, but by but I wish. I mean, if I were a peak athlete, then, then yeah, at some point I'm going to meet as fast as I can do with my body and what I'm willing to expend. And this is going to be my best. So mm-hmm. I've never been a peak athlete, honestly. I'm kind of, I want to do well enough, but I, I'm i kind of late. I'm not a hundred percenter. I'm not somebody who's willing to give 100% to get to the finish line and feel
0: like I am going to die.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, uh, exactly. I know that. I know that feeling. Um, You know, I've always left a tiny little bit in the tank. I mean, I felt after my first marathon, I felt completely trashed. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't feel like I was going to die. You know, I was still taking the stairs when I got home and I, you know, threw a barbecue and had a party with friends and stuff, but I felt like I had given a lot. You,
1: you, you worked hard. You put forward an effort. You did, you did hard work, but it wasn't 100%. You, right. You didn't have to be carried off of the tarmac.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And frankly, I'm not looking to do that. You know, no, that's, that's not, that's not exactly what I'm, what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't uh, I mean
1: that's what those navy seals guys do. They're they are insane.
0: They're insane. That's right. In-sane. They're sane, and then inside that there's them and they're insane. <laughs> uh, anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, so this you talking about fitness, so uh the CrossFit Open is, is now completed the the 3 week open trial. And I missed the first two weeks, so I I couldn't do my performance, but I did do the third workout uh, and I actually did pretty good on it for for me. I could have done I could have done better if my double unders were better, but I've been focusing on those to make them better now because I'm I'm never going to be eliminated by jump rope ever again. Jump. I mean,
0: (laughs) okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. i mean there's no is, reason i can't this is a vow you know, you know yeah, that we're, yeah. we're
0: we're saying declaring publicly here
1: yeah it's public yeah i you know i'm never going to be beaten by a jump rope again
0: i mean now if we're talking about
1: 1000 jump ropes that's fine right. but we're talking about 50 double unders i can do that
0: can you describe the jump rope that beat you
1: <laughs> yeah it was green uh, seven foot long with red handles.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. I was just curious. I was just curious. Uh we'll we'll put them up. Could you identify this jump rope in a lineup? I, I believe
1: I could. I believe I okay. could. Okay.
0: Okay. Good. We'll put on an APB right now.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's over. But it's funny when I, so I came back from vacation after two weeks off and uh we I mean we were pretty active our whole vacation. I mean, I wasn't doing CrossFit and I, I mean, I I did some yoga some days to just help keep stretching. And, but I mean, we were on a boat, we scuba dived, we hiked, we swam, we were fishing, constantly moving the whole time while Mm -hmm. not exercising per se. And I came back and I worked out, you know, two days and felt really good. And I worked out this week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday felt good. Thursday, I couldn't get up. I've got this. I mean, I just couldn't get up to go work out. I stretched. And then this morning I, I drugged myself out of bed. So it kind of caught up to me with being off. So hopefully next, well, and then next week, spring break. So I probably won't do anything then, but the following week, Hopefully, I can get back on schedule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, yeah, it's it's hard. I, I was, it's really hard to accept plateaus, and you know, it's something I'm working on. Like, and and like, okay, they're okay. You know, they happen. Like, performance is never. It's not just a straight. Uphill line and a straight downhill line. There are times where you just level off for a little while, Mm -hmm. and even if sometimes that might be a little bit slanted, you know. Just (laughs) (laughs) that's where it feels like I'm at right now, a little slanted. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, cool. Well, did you get married while you were gone, or anything? Or no? Any any new piercings or tattoos?
0: No. (laughs) Although I was cleaning up a bunch of garbage today, like I found. Okay, so I came home and I had two three little postcards notifying me of class action lawsuit settlements, uh-huh, And two of them have been sitting around for some time, as is evidenced the you know by the fact that they had expired, I hadn't had the time to actually, you know, so I was like, all right, this is enough. I've had enough crap lying around. You know, it was in my pile of papers to, you know, do like with my taxes, for mm-hmm. instance. And I just hadn't gotten around to, to, you know, to doing this. So I went downstairs and just like, I cleared off. I have this shelf. I have a bookshelf. It was actually, it was one of my roommates it was my roommate, Charlie's, and he left it here, sort of as payment for letting him keep his stuff here for an extra month after he moved out. Um, but I, um, so I have this bookshelf and I also have, um, my like my yoga props that I keep downstairs in the in the living room Uh, normally I'll do yoga upstairs in the studio but sometimes I like to if I'm taking a class I like to do it on the tv in the living room downstairs because I got a 55 inch tv Mm -hmm. and so that's nice so this morning I came upstairs to the studio I was going to do it on my new uh ultra high def uh monitor here and I had left my laptop downstairs so I was like well I guess I'm taking it downstairs and I went Mm -hmm. down there and as I'm going to put my stuff away, you know, like my yoga props are just leaning up against the, it. It's a mess. They're just scattered across the living room floor. And I looked at the bookshelf and I was like, you know, that bottom shelf has plenty of room for my yoga props. And it already has go. like a collection of tennis balls for the neighbor dogs at a Frisbee. So I just started moving stuff around. And while I'm doing that, I'm finding all kinds of like, you know, old newspaper articles that I hadn't read. It's been there literally for three years. Yeah. I was like. That's it, you know, straight yeah. to the trash. You yeah. know? So there are a bunch of things I had. that are like, oh, I might, this might be handy. Nope. Haven't done it in three years. Probably not going to bother. Just Just toss it. Yeah. So. so I cleaned that out a little bit. So that helped. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get
1: all my fishing gear put away too from, we've been back now two weeks and I still have fishing gear sitting in my bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not quite the same fishing gear for two weeks. I put that in a slightly different category than, you know, a newspaper article from three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it is a yeah, definitely different. <laughs>
0: yeah. There we go. So, so yeah. Anyway. Um, so what else? What else is new? So I did just mention my new monitor. Mm hmm. I bought a new 4k monitor, yeah. um, got it just about a week ago. Yeah. So I traded in may, may recall it was about th- almost three years ago two two plus years ago. I got an LG ultra HD, you know, which mm-hmm. was basically like two, you know, 24 inch monitors stacked side to side, you know, glued together, but they weren't like ultra high def. Mm-hmm. So, for it was just 300, I think like 350 bucks or something. I got one from Mono Price. Yeah. And it's ultra high def. And wow, it's it, there's a difference. Yeah. It's really nuts. Well, you know, I've got it connected to my MacBook, and my MacBook Air has been this, you know, high def uh, screen. But like taking out, you know, like you would take take a dragging a little browser window that's like this big on the Mac and dragging it up to the ultra, you know, to the old monitor, it would expand to like four times the the size on the screen. Mm-hmm. And the thing that always bugged me about it is I liked it, but the vertical resolution was never that good. You know, mm-hmm. I, like it still had the vertical resolution of a standard old desktop monitor. Yeah. And especially when I'm playing, like, you know, doing my games uh, online with my friends with, I've got these big maps that scroll up and down. It's like I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling forever to, you know, it's like this, is this is no better than the old setup that I used to have. Yeah. So I finally bit the bullet. I had it sitting in my cart the entire time, you know, that I was gone on vacation. And I finally bit the bullet and bought it when I got back. Yeah. 32 inch ultra <laughs> HD. The thing's loaded with ports. So it's a mini, it's got, it. it's, um, uh, got two USB a ports, So it can be like a little USB hub, a little repeater. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it takes DVI, HDMI, um, USB C, uh, port. display port. Yep. So, but I've got it right now. It's pretty nice because I can charge my MacBook from it. I've got nice. everything plugged into it, so I just plug in a USB-C connection into my Mac, and that's it. That's all that's connected. So the audio connection is running through it. So it's got the speakers, you know, um, piped through there. Um, so it's nice. It's like the next best thing to a gen, you know, a docking station, which Apple will never make for a, a laptop. <laughs> what- um, what brand did you say it was Mono price? Oh, it's which, a
1: price brand. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know they you know, had their own gear.
0: I didn't either. I thought, you know, I thought Mono price was just like a, you know, like, like wayfair.com or something. Cause they, they sell all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been one thing like occasionally in very dark when there's a lot of darkness on the screen, occasionally I'll see a little bit of a flicker, but it's 60 Hertz. And you know, that usually doesn't last very long. And I tried at first, I thought it was just the cable that I was using. Um, but it hasn't really been happening a lot. So I'm kind of like, you know what? I, I don't care. It's just having all the screen real estate. It's, it's really nice. So just being able to comfortably fit everything there. So yeah, but as a little little bit of follow up though, um, I have not yet reconfigured my um rectangle rectangle pro, the thing that we use to set up all the zones. Uh-huh. So, um, I still have all the, dis- the default layouts and stuff. So, if I drag a window over to the right hand side of the screen, you know, it expands to take up half of it. And I was like, that thing's huge. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I've still got. I I don't realize how much better it is until, I mean, my, I've got my 2019 MacBook Pro. And if I'm just using the laptop, like the screen is so much sharper. I'm on, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm on, uh, I've got 27 inch, um, HDMI. I don't remember which, which HDMI, but yeah, I can't believe how much difference it is just between my laptop screen. So a new MacBook or your your new Air with 4K, it's got to look really nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and of course, as we're talking about it now, I'm seeing some of that flicker. It's kind of funny. So like I have you on my Zoom front and center, right in the top center. And if I switched off of Zoom to a browser window, like where we have our show notes, which is primarily white, mm-hmm. I see the Zoom window with you starts to flicker. But then if I click to a terminal window right next to it, which is dark, that flickering goes away. Mm-hmm. So I'm not exactly sure how to account for that. It it almost it feels really more like a software thing than a hardware thing. Mm. So anyway, but, yeah. you know, again, overall, I like it for the price. You know, not bad. So yeah. I'm I'm well, pretty yeah, happy I- with it.
1: I mean I use mono price I have my three d printers from them. um I buy cables from them, network gear or network racks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, they're pretty good.
0: yeah well, there you go. mm mm-hmm. yeah. what else
1: going on? Let's see that's the uh I mean that's really the the fun stuff as far as everything else is just regular. My wife's parents are getting old. You know, dealing with that, but <laughs> nobody wants to hear about that. No, nor <laughs> yeah.
0: So are my parents. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, some follow up. Um, I can't remember if we've touched on this already on um on blurring the lines. I know we touched on it on Friends with Brews, though. I have officially switched myself over to one password from LastPass. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even the last announcement that came out about them, but like the last couple of announcements, you know, were, were finally the last straw. Um, uh, and it's just not only does the company have a better track record, uh, it's just the software just seems a little easier to use all around on the iPhone. It's just the same, it has all the same functionality that LastPass would have. Um, but on the desktop, it's just a little easier to use and than, they've just, they've, then last, than last pass. Pass? they've okay. polished it a little better. And, uh, I really, I really, I really enjoy that. Um, so, you know, it costs a little more, but it's worth the few extra bucks, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking a few bucks, a couple bucks a month. Maybe I don't remember the price difference and they prorated, my subscription refunded me part of uh, my LastPass balance. So huh. like, oh, you're coming over from LastPass? Well, g- I think they gave me like 17 bucks or something like that. And I was like, hey, cool. I'll take it, you know, for, for the price of sending an email. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, so I've moved from Keeper and the reason that I went to Keeper is I wanted an, an, an MSP version. I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted a password manager that I could offer for my clients because yep. I had LastPass for my clients and I I like Keeper and Keeper is good it's fast it does it has all the functionality of LastPass mm-hmm. um I don't know that I like the GUI as well it is it is not easier than LastPass and I think it's it's just familiarity because I, I've gotten used, I mean, I've used it for years. I've gotten used to how I would fill forms and where I would click. And I have to click it in different places. And I'm hoping that I'll get to where I'm as functional or as fast with it and automatic as I was with LastPass. But it has all the functionality. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have any complaints about it working. It does work. <laughs> but mm-hmm. just not... I don't know. It's not as smooth where you said it's that's even better with one password.
0: Yeah, it's it's simpler. I also was looking for an MSP, uh, you know, friendly version. That's one of the reasons I was looking at Bitwarden. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, MSP is not really my focus these days. Mm-hmm. And so I just erred on the side of, you know, like easy to use with a good, um, yeah, with a good good security track record. And right now that's where that these guys fall. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Me too. <laughs> so um, so that was one password versus keeper. Got about mm-hmm. my new monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two outstanding, annoying AF support issues going on. And by that I mean annoying as foretold. Um, one of them remains my issues with Apple and my iPhone and the Bluetooth connection and, you know, the AirPods, but it's now not just the iPhone. And it's not just the AirPods because it's happened in my Tesla as well. Um, <laughs> that one, exactly. And you notice it never happens while we're podcasting because these AirPods are paired to my Mac, not <laughs> to the phone, but I guarantee if we were on the phone, it would be happening. And um, I had the I had the pleasure of being mansplained to a couple days ago um, by by Apple by a lady from Apple. Yes. So (laughs) it's been a while since I've been mansplained to Uh, usually it happens from tatted up get dudes in mountain bike shops telling me, (laughs) you know, like how I don't know how to ride because I did this and that and the other and I'm like, I usually yeah, sure, fine. Uh, this time I was told that, um, you know, this, this individual worked in telecom for 20 years and therefore was explaining that, oh, it's the cell signal could cause all kinds of problems. I'm like, yeah, I, I get that, but I'm standing in my living room and I'm on Wi-Fi, and it still happens mm-hmm. and it never happens when I'm not using the Bluetooth. It doesn't happen on speaker. And it was just, it was a really, it turned into a very interesting psychology lesson because this person was so dug in to their position that even when I'm like, look, I understand you're saying if the problem was over here on the left in cell land, everything you're saying makes sense. But I'm giving you hard evidence that the problem lies over here on the right, not in cell land, not in Wi-Fi land, but in Bluetooth land. And they just wouldn't quit. Yeah. And and I was just like, all right, well, you know, that wasn't even that wasn't why I was there. I was actually I had taken my MacBook in to have the V as in Victor key replaced because it was sticking. The the V key, you know, like wouldn't always this is it's been going on for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I hit the V key and nothing happens half the time. So they told me, you know, and I told, they said anything else? I said, well, sometimes the space bar can be a little sticky. And they're like, oh, space bar. Oh, if it's a space bar, we're going to have to send it in. We're going to have to send it in for repair. And it's going to be three to five days. And I was like, uh, can we just do the V key for now? Like, oh yeah, we can do that. So the V key, they can pull it out back, pop the key cap off, switch it. Everything was fine. Space bar, they wouldn't do. I was like, I'll, I'll live with that for right now. Mm-hmm. I get home. The F key is acting up. <laughs> now the F key does the exact same thing. It's like you have to give it a super solid press, which I wouldn't object to normally, but it's the only key that does that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I knew I was using like an old Northgate style keyboard that you have to, yes, Uh, you know, a real (laughs) ballistic keyboard and stuff, if I knew that was what I was working with, that'd be different. But when it's only just one key, it's hard to adjust, you know, your keystrokes. Oh, when it's an F, I got to really dig into this one. Mm Yeah. So, so I'm going back again today, right as soon as we're done recording in an hour from now to have them fix the F key. Nice but I will not bring up the issue with the iPhone and the dropped calls <laughs> or the the, the gar- garbled calls, but you I know, probably will bring up another issue though. So, you know, but anyway, funny,
1: I was, um, I was having some weird issues. I use ring central
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I use, um, my phone, but I've got ring central set up and I've got my phone set up that if I'm here, that it's supposed to use Wi-Fi over cellular. And I thought that I was having some problems with my cellular, you know, you know, how sometimes it'll negotiate between wireless and cellular. And sometimes I think that it gets wonky if cellular is still on Wi-Fi, they can fight. So I will turn cellular off. So I'm here. So I just, you know, turn the cellular off. I'm I'm on Wi-Fi. I just remembered my phone was doing some of what you're headphones were doing and i was on bluetooth because that's the only way i talk on my phone is on bluetooth
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep but i wasn't having problems on the iphone when
0: <laughs> interesting huh
1: yeah it's interesting because <sighs> i had Boy. cellular off and i thought maybe you like I said i thought maybe it was you know my i thought it was the bad signal here but no nope. yep. And it, it was happening on my ring central app and on cellular I mean, on, on the phone app on the phone. Right. Phone phone.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So I was like, hmm.
0: So There's keeping on the uh, <laughs> slightly adjacent to it, but uh, not just ragging on Apple, uh, Ecobee mm-hmm. uh, has, I tried sometime last year or so to get my Ecobee connected to HomeKit so I could connect mm-hmm. to it with Siri and stuff didn't work and I didn't care, right? I didn't really have any investment in Homekit. Since then I have gone all homekit. I'm all in. Um, I did come back from Costa Rica and had every room in the house reset with Lutron caseta light switches. Uh-huh. And so now I've got you know homekit enabled smart light switches everywhere. I still have some Phillips hue bulbs as well. Uh, but it, essentially I can control all, you know, like everything is smart. And the nice thing is like, if you turn off the light switch, I can turn it back on via voice or via the app. Nice. When you, when you do that with a Phillips hue light bulb, you can't do that.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So I've got my, you know, I've got a smart lock. Uh, I've got my Sonos gear. Uh, that was, that was really handy too today. Like I said, Hey, see re turn Turn it up in kitchen, and it did, and the kitchen got louder. Um, so that was one uh, a home improvement task that largely was done while I was gone. Uh, mm-hmm. I had my electrician come in, put in all that, and also install in-ceiling speakers on my first mm-hmm. floor. And the speakers didn't sound as good as I was really hoping, so I ended up also buying a Sonos sub. So I have a subwoofer now. Honestly, Honestly, I should have probably just gotten the sub and forgotten about the in-ceiling speakers. <laughs> it makes such a, a better difference. It's not funny. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, but yeah, I've gone even deeper with Sonos. But uh, Ecobee had me doing all these backflips trying to troubleshoot why their thing won't connect to HomeKit. And now their latest thing is they keep on emailing me saying, we're waiting for your reply. But they're yeah. not. Yeah, I'm waiting for their reply, but I keep getting their autoresponders saying, we're waiting for your reply. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not, you uh, <laughs> So uh, along with that, and and Apple was doing the same thing. I emailed them back because I was up to like, you know, senior level analyst who's troubleshooting the Bluetooth problem, and they've stopped replying to the emails.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, so it's like, great, I get to call again and start over again on all of these, and mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> but yeah. I did get new video cameras as well at home. So everything I have right now, except my thermostat is all home kit enabled and it's mm-hmm. really slick. It's really yeah. nice. I'm
1: getting ready to do my, uh, update my security cameras too. So mm-hmm. who yep. did you end
0: up going with? I went with UFYs. UFY? Ufie. And yep. Yeah. Not E-U-F-Y, a Not a roofie. UFY. Uh that's the brand of anchor that got hacked and admitted, like, oh crap, we weren't encrypting the stuff that we thought we were encrypting. Um, but you know, unlike LastPass, they're like, Yep, we screwed up, we're sorry, we're fixing it. And I appreciate that response. Now I did get the uh the UVCam Cam 2. It's an older model, still current. Um, and the reason I got it, like they make some that have like a that boast a one-year battery life these boast 180 day battery life, but apparently it's 180 days of sitting around, not doing much of anything because I had mine set to stream always and record whenever I'm gone on motion. And -hmm. it was chewing down the battery by about 10% per week. Wow. If you do the math, that's not going to last 180 days. No. So I went on Amazon and I'm going to get a couple of miniature solar panels and turn them into infinite battery life there you go yeah so they're no cute cute little mini solar panels They're cute.
1: can you do they plug i
0: mean can you do poe on them uh the well it's got usb c so you could power the the, the 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 cameras but the whole point i wanted to is like i didn't have to i wanted to just be able to mount them up on the wall and be done with it yeah oddly enough i had my electrician install them <laughs> and he installed them where i had previously had powered uh you know cable cameras but I, that's not what i wanted so yeah. as it happens i have to have him come back we're going to have him install some security lights so when i'm here when he's here i'm going to have him just mount the the solar panels for me again mm-hmm. just because i don't have the tools to drill into brick and he does mm-hmm. and i was like dave while you're here can you mount this up there for me please thank you
1: so. yeah yeah, I want to get, so I've got powered cameras now. They're, they're wireless and they're, but they're powered with electricity. Um, I think the ones that I'm going to end up using will probably need POE. They'll need power no matter what. Cause I'm, I'm not doing batteries. Um, right. they're out outdoor cameras and yep, I'm not doing that. Yep. I, mean, I I would only do that. Like if I had to like down at my farm for a short period of
0: time, On yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. But as far as like my Sonos gear goes, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot less buggy than it used to be. But most of the bugs that I was having with it really were caused by AirPlay, mm-hmm. and you know, more of an Apple thing and an iOS thing. So mm-hmm. you know, living within the Sonos ecosystem, it's it's really nice. But of course, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, "That's it. I'm not buying any more Sonos gear. I'm done. I'm divesting myself." All in on Sonos. Here we go. Let's buy more. <laughs>
1: Let's buy more. Oh, <laughs> uh, brother. So, interesting thing. When we were talking about travel, I forgot about this. But the, the beer in Seychelles, their their beer is uh, Say Brew. I mean, like right. it's EY Brew. And yep. it's kind of like the beer you destri- described in Costa Rica. Very low alcohol by volume. Yep. You more or yep. less drank a beer and you might as well have had kombucha or kombucha I mean, is, is, the alcohol, <laughs> is, is, is the amount of alcohol you're in like oh well that was wet
0: <laughs> i had a um i i had i one of my one of the brands of beers that i really like is uh shufflehoffer mm-hmm. and i think i've had i've had it with scott before i think i've had it on friends with beer, but I'm not sure if not, I'm going to have to put it on a friends with brews on the agenda. Um, but it's a German wheat beer, but it's a Rodler style. So it's half wheat beer, half grapefruit juice. Okay. Yeah. Effectively 2.5% alcohol. So you can pound (laughs) those suckers and oh my goodness, they are delicious. Um, yeah, you'll outpace the alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, honestly, I could probably save money and do just as good by buying a halfway decent wheat beer and mixing in my own grapefruit juice. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, but, uh, cause that's what they do in Germany. You know, that's a, that's a thing. Apparently it was, I don't remember where they developed it. Uh, one of the anecdotal stories was like, it was developed for, um, cyclists mm-hmm. when they're on long endurance rides But they, you know, the Germans, they like drinking their beer, but they don't want to get plastered while you're biking so yeah yeah, just water it down with with you know fruit juice or something Mm -hmm. so
1: one well so the beer was really light um but they had lots of rum in seychelles lots of rum and lots of different types of they were really focused on the spice rums uh, and they had many different types of spice i typically don't like like a coconut rum um one it tastes like coconut and then the alcohol volume is so low that it's just like oh it's like drinking a milkshake over and over again it's so sweet you know you're like i could i like a milkshake but i wouldn't want to drink one after another all night long you know <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: that's a one, lot <laughs> yeah
1: but one of the spiced rums was um it was interesting the well the, to me the most prominent spice in it was nutmeg So it kind of tasted
0: like you were drinking an eggnog. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, but but yeah, do you want to be pounding a milkshake or doing pounding an eggnog? What's the difference, really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and you mixed it with something else, and you know, it's still it wasn't it. It didn't have the sweetness because it's not a it's not a sweet rum. It's just it's a spiced rum. So if you Mm -hmm. were doing like a, a rum and coke, it tastes like rum and coke with eggnog. Uh, and some different kind of spices, and it was different. I mean, I didn't, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't choose it all the time. Uh, right? But it was a, it was, it was interesting. You know, just like to try different things.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's nice just try something a little bit different, and you know, just to sort of say, okay, I've tried something a little different. So, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so. now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh so. man.
1: Oh, and um, <laughs> well, one thing about oh, so we had I wish I'd known this and you may have you may have known this when you were staying in Costa Rica. What would a, what we should have done is we should have arranged a cook to cook our dinners every night uh, because it was cheaper and they prepared such a good meal uh it was you know all the meals that we ate there that were prepared by somebody, not like going to a restaurant but were prepared were you know there were fish, there were vegetables, there were you know uh a salad of sorts and a dessert, and none of it was large portions and I mean you got up from dinner, you were satisfied, but you weren't stuffed and and okay. I actually lost weight by the <laughs> The food that was prepared for us, because there are really cool vegetable sides that we ate that are like, this wasn't just green beans poured out of a can. These are really good.
0: (laughs) I didn't lose any weight, but I definitely feel like I've I've gotten a little flabby since Mm. my vacation. Mm -hmm. And the variables were, you know, being in Costa Rica on vacation for a month which it's been a month now. So I thought that would have been enough time to recover. There's that there's less running because of my injury, mm-hmm. but the other part is I'm not doing push-ups and pull-ups anymore where I was mm-hmm. doing those fairly religiously mm-hmm. and I can't, help but think there might be a correlation so <laughs> we're gonna see i think in a week or two i'm going to be switching my physical therapy uh focus from my knee to my shoulder mm-hmm. um, for the last like half week or so i've been wearing kinesiology tape on the affected area and it seems night and day different mm-hmm. a week ago i was as like F this. I want to get surgery. I just want this fixed. I want it done. I'm sick of this. You know, I'm sick of being in pain every day. So I don't know if it, maybe it's just tendinitis. Yeah. I really don't know, but I am sick of it hurting all the time. But, you know, if if the solution is, you know, decent, you know, strength bearing exercises and that also makes me a little more tone and stuff, then I could I could live with that. So we shall see. That's why I haven't killed our ground game, our ground game channel. You know, yeah. I'm still there in in spirit and I'm expecting some kind of a comeback. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, you know, honestly, since never I went away my, since I lost my <laughs> yeah, never went away since I lost my accountability partner on it, I haven't been doing it hardly at all. If, if oh, at so all. it's my fault. I yes. No, no. My my accountability <laughs> partner in Signal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Not me. Not, Not me. You. Yeah. Not you. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh,
1: but, but what I what I was the guy who guy who cooked for us. He he was actually the groundkeeper at the house where we were staying, and she okay. told us she said, "Well, if you ever," uh, and his name his name was Peter. I uh, said, "If you ever want Peter to cook for you, he loves to cook." And we, we we took him up on, you know, we caught a bunch of fish and we took him up on preparing fish. And he's like, yeah, I'll cook for you. He said, you know, give me give me money for groceries and, and I'll charge you twenty dollars a head. So there's six of us and one hundred twenty dollars plus groceries. We should have had him cook for us every single night <laughs> because it, I mean, you can't, you can't go out to a restaurant for $120 for two people in a tourist town.
0: I was going to say, so So what's, what's the, what was the Seychelles like as far as prices go?
1: Uh, well, some things were more expensive and then something, mm-hmm. because you're on an island, uh, it's very difficult to get to. And then some things were just regular pricing, but you're going to get it from, uh, a country that you can't you you may not be able to read what the words are you know there because there's middle eastern suppliers over there stuff from india um and um stuff from china too so there was a lot of i mean a lot of different um languages as far as the things coming over there uh but then if you wanted a bottle of jack daniels you are going to pay $60 for a fifth of Jack Daniels. I mean, I don't But why
0: would you buy that when you could get, you know, like Seychellian rum?
1: Yeah. And so then, of course, the Seychellian rum was, you know, like domestic prices for us to buy domestic alcohol. So Mm -hmm. you bought the domestic. So, So something, you know, your grocery store stuff was a little bit more expensive. Coffee was a little bit more expensive, but not, you know, not like you couldn't afford to live there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so. it was interesting because because costa rica you know pricing was i thought quite reasonable you know there was mm-hmm. no places i felt like oh my goodness this is so expensive mm-hmm. um it really wasn't you know compared to like even in the tourist towns it was comparable to boston
1: mm-hmm.
0: which just underscores that i live in a really expensive place i gotta reconsider <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man
1: well, and you know, one of the things that, you know, people said to me, Oh, you're going to Seychelles, you know, I don't have that kind of money. Um right. it, it really wasn't that expensive. I mean, the airfare was uh was higher because we mm-hmm. were flying for twenty four hours. I mean, so mm-hmm. we were paying for more flight time, but it really wasn't significantly different than going to Hawaii in cost. Okay. okay. And and there are expenses it's, a. I mean, it's its own country. It's like other countries. There are places where the ultra rich go. And then there are people, middle-class people go to vacation these places. So the place Mm -hmm. we went was the middle-class people, the Europeans who come there for a month. I mean, it was all nice. It wasn't, you know, nowhere near get, well, I didn't see any ghetto areas there at all though, Mm -hmm. but we weren't. You know, we were in nice neighborhoods, mm-hmm. law abiding, you know, the police were there. I mean, so you, you felt you safe. Just, yeah, felt safe. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it's not really an expensive place to go. I mean, like everybody, everywhere's got, you know, all right, well, go to Palm Springs. You <laughs> know, if you want to spend stupid money on, you know, go to Rodeo Drive. If you want to buy a T-shirt, that's one hundred and thirty five dollars. Shame on you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. good for you,
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah oh, boy.
1: cost wasn't too bad so
0: yeah
1: so right. uh so i dove with my apple watch my ultra yeah how was that so that was really cool so you go down and it detects you're underwater and uh, you had mentioned you saw it do some things while you were in the pool. So yeah. it showed my depth. And then it also started counting my uh, my downtime. As soon as I went down, it started it immediately detected I was under. It, ju- it just did it. I didn't have to yep. like press a button for workout. It yep. just kicked in. Yep. And it was appropriate brightness. I could read it the whole time. Um, I actually couldn't turn it off. Like once it was on, there was no buttons I could push to make it go away. Not okay. that I wanted it to, but right. but there was nothing I could do to make it go away.
0: So if you were uh, being chased by some kind of light sensing giant fish or something, you're, you're toast. Your hose. You're, you're, or you're your ceviche like, or something. Cover,
1: cover it up and go. Uh, so it was really cool. There was, um, it, like I said, it, it counted my downtime. So I knew how long I'd been down there. I knew my depths. And I was really looking forward to my report when I got up. I was wanting to see if it said like my time frame of when I was at what depth and I was, you know, how, how I was down up, you know, I was imagining this. Mm-hmm. I got in the boat and I looked down and it's saying resubmerge in the water to mark the work, mark the dive as complete. I'm in a boat now that's uh-huh. moving, so <laughs> I can't put, I can't resubmerge. The watch to market is being over so i lost the whole workout i mean the workout, i lost the whole dive so i was like that was really dis i mean if i knew that i was gonna have to resubmerge it when i got out i would have planned for that but why would it lose all the data it, it just yeah, didn't record the data
0: I mean, that's bizarre yeah just i was very disappointed <laughs> i mean and it's like your first and only dive and you know that's the one you yeah. want to remember man <laughs> uh,
1: boy yeah so it's like oh well well now i know but i mean there, that that well i guess i could have done some research on it ahead of time so yeah. i guess
0: that's resubmerged though why would you need to yeah, i was just in the water why do i need to why, go back into the water I why can't wasn't... i just hit dive over yes yeah that's that's really weird (laughs) not helpful not helpful yeah (laughs) (sighs) i don't know apple sorry not 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 no no good no biscuit for you there
1: (laughs) but now i've i I mentioned to you i've got to get another watch band Uh, okay this one smells uh Ah. i I wear it to work out
0: now which one do you have
1: so I have the Apple OEM Alpine green. Alpine.
0: Yeah, and I am convinced that the Alpine is the worst of the three. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean the Ocean one it's made of rubber, right? So that's not going to stink, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it would have been good. And even I was just when I was at the Apple store because nothing else to do, I was trying on different bands while I was there. Mm-hmm. But functionally speaking, you know, the Trail Loop, I'm sure it would smell like like sea water as well, if you immerse mm-hmm. it and stuff. But the trail loop is the only one that's easy to take off and put on. Mm-hmm. Compared to you know, the other two, they are so it's like putting you know a puzzle to you know take these off and put them on again. And the thing I, I don't like with my alpine one, I have to buy a little tub of oxyclean just to see, or maybe I would try a magic eraser because I got the starlight, you know, which is kind of like white. Mm-hmm. That thing shows dirt like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's kind of disappointing. You know, I pay, I didn't, well, I didn't pay for it, but you know, a hundred dollars of that $800 watch was for that freaking band. Yeah. You want the thing to look good. So, you know, and the thing is like, I don't use that one for workouts. That was supposed to be my dressy watch band. Mm -hmm. Well, not anymore. It's not.
1: (laughs) Well, like I said, it's difficult to, so I, you, you really can't see it on there, but Mm -hmm. I took a Sharpie. And wrote a line over the loop that's underneath of it, so I would know which which <laughs> loop to to connect it to every time. Because every time yep. you know, I was like, "Oh, which one?" You know. But yeah, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a non OEM version because, like you said, the watch or the band is one hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, and even <laughs> you know, like, look, I understand you know prices go up and stuff, but that's ridiculous. You it's know, like, 100 bucks for just a band these are not sorry apple these yeah. are not rolexes yeah
1: <sighs> it, it's nylon i mean they, yeah it's it's stupidly priced <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go um,
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. but uh let's see here see work for fun and profit
0: yeah, doing more, more v cso engagements and uh I'm liking it. It's uh it's fun, you know, doing like some pure consulting and security advising work. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, I like that kind of work and uh, I'm in I'm enjoying doing that and want to do more. Cool.
1: Enjoying the CISO.
0: Living the CISO loco, <laughs> something. I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's funny I you know I I sent you some uh talking about the Apple Watch you know it does the workouts and you know we we share workouts and and I'll hit things back and forth to you but so I've been doing uh my Duolingo app cuz planning on going to Mexico this summer so I'm refreshing my Spanish vocabulary just See? So it's a good idea and so I turned on the the Spanish keyboard on my on my <laughs> phone and it decided now randomly that you know my responses, my quick responses, are supposed to be in Spanish. So I responded
0: to you a couple of times in Spanish, and I've noticed that. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> funny. I was like, "Oh, super easy." Okay, yeah. I didn't have time to reply. Barely an inconvenience, but barely yeah. an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. On a on a similar note, I added my dad to my Amazon Prime household. Yeah. So that we could, you know, so he could share my, you know, my free shipping and stuff. Mm -hmm. Amazon took that as meaning we're in the same house. So now anytime I call him with the lady in the tube, it rings in my own house.
1: Brilliant.
0: (laughs) I don't know how that connection was made exactly. Because I don't remember ever saying like, oh, we're going to sync all of your electronic devices and things. I mean, like. And even if we did live in the same house, don't you think maybe we would want to keep some separation? Maybe he has his devices and I have mine and we don't want to get each other's calls.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Apparently not. Apparently Apparently not. So So. an
1: interesting Amazon business um, snafu, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, my office manager and I, Uh, have I have an I have a business account in Amazon and then Mm -hmm. I've added my office manager to that I have added shared methods of payment in there I have two credit cards I have one of them set as the default and then I have one as a backup at some point I had my debit card in the account and it's never been set as the default well while I was on vacation She bought some things and I'm seeing them show up in my debit or from my checking account. And I said, hey, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I said, check your defaults when you when you check out because your 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 default has changed somehow. I don't know how it changed, Mm -hmm. uh, but you're you're dropping it out into the debit card. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, "Uh, just double check, you know, just double check your, you know, when you check out make sure it doesn't have the debit card in there. I, one, I don't mm-hmm. even know how she has the debit card because
0: right. that wasn't <laughs> one
1: that I shared. <laughs> yeah. So she continues to to purchase things on my debit card. And I'm like, I don't have time to deal with this. I'm reporting it as stolen. I'm just getting, I'm, cause I'm, I'm out of town. So mm-hmm. I just reported it as stolen tell, you know, Regions, give me a new credit card, or give me a new debit card. The account's been compromised. Did and they just did, end you know up
0: swatting your business manager as a result. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she has the other
1: two cards associated with our account, but you know, it forced her to use those other cards. Mm-hmm. So I got into it, and I was like, okay, well, somehow there's a default. There is no default. That debit card is not in my account. It's not in my account. It's not in my personal account, meaning you, you can add cards that are available to only you, but you don't share with the company. It's mm-hmm. not in my personal either. That's but concerning. If I, if I go to checkout, that's the default number it puts in there. And it's not even associated with my account anymore. In any that's way. That's very
0: concerning.
1: <laughs> yeah. But at least, I mean, that debit card has been canceled. But I can't get that out. It's because it's not there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Extremely <laughs> concerning. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, because what I, how did it get there in the first place? We don't know.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty sure I put it in the account so that as mm. a method of payment, uh, because I also have I have another debit card for my farm. Uh, Because I purchased things from my farm from Amazon in the business section, but I I pay for it with that debit card. And that card was not shared with her. So she couldn't see it and I couldn't see it as my employee account. Uh, What's going to happen when that just shows up in somebody's purchase order (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah
1: Great. <laughs> so, pay attention to all your
0: purchases with Amazon that it's going out of the right account. And <laughs> <laughs> on that helpful little PSA, I think we should wrap it up because I do have my appointment at the Genius Bar to get my F key replaced. <laughs> the...
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Did you see my uh, uh chat and signal? I said, with with Scott. He said he said uh, he said Genius Bar. <laughs>
0: Don't get me. Don't get me started. (laughs) All right. On that note, why don't you take us out?
1: (laughs) All right. Dear listener, thank you for listening to our rambles today. And if you would like for us to discuss a particular ramble or topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. We don't need any Cialis. Uh, I'm all topped out. I think Peter's got all he needs as well. Jesus. So So, so you don't have to drop those there. And I don't think we're going to need a life coach anytime soon. We're successfully dysfunctional. So if you want to reach out to Peter, you can reach him at paradigmcc.com, yoga with yoga with peter.com friends with com, and you can hunt him. You could hunt the mastodon at nicolaitis at infosec.exchange. Otherwise, you can find me at sublimecomp.com, rrlavenderfarm.com, and at sublimecomp on the Elon Musk twit.
0: (laughs) And on that note, I am pushing that big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.